You're listening to My Top 8, a relationship podcast about friendship. I'm your host, Maggie Mae Fish. Remember, the show does not condone ranking your friends in a list of eight people. And now, let's talk friendship. Oh, some friends go and some friends last. Some come talk on your podcast. If it make you laugh and they treat you great, then you put them on your top eight. Is this the start of the podcast where uh, we just stare at each yeah, other? Yeah, I was going to say, this. I've changed the theme of this podcast to now we just stare, stare at, at each other. Stare at each other until from, one of us backs down? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be me, Abe. It's not going to be me. <laughs> oh, great. I'm inscrutable. <laughs> Uh, hi guys, <laughs> welcome to uh, my top eight. Um, uh, welcome, Abe. Hi, I'm hi. Abe Epperson. Yeah, you are. Uh-huh. You're great. You're funny. You're, Thank you. You're uh, a great, I say filmmaker, but uh, you know, yeah, I, I don't I'd know say if that's... filmmaker. Okay, good. Yeah, good or good. That's my, you know, you you dress for the job you want. Right. So I dress like a filmmaker, which means like hats. hats. And baggy clothes. Yes. And not giving a fuck because I'm like an artist and everyone should tell me that I'm good and nice. And, you know, like, so that's, yeah, I'm a filmmaker. I also noticed that you're sitting down and not getting up, Mm -hmm. which uh, I most recently saw George Lucas behind the scene footage of him uh, shooting The Phantom Menace, Mm -hmm. which is also seems to be his directing style of just sitting and not moving. Yeah. <laughs> moving as little as possible. Please, I don't want to move. <laughs> it's like poetry, it rhymes. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, uh I remember have you seen Empire of Dreams? No. It's the behind the scenes for the making of the prequels. <gasps> no. And it like uh, that's where the it's like poetry it rhymes comes from and that's also mm. it's like me and Cody's favorite thing speaking uh, of friends uh, speaking of friends hi Cody yeah <laughs> hi Cody uh, it's like um, he you can see how bad he is at making movies because yeah. at one point he calls him the, like uh, the race the Gungans and then he calls oh. him later the Gungans <laughs> like he can't even get it straight Listen, it doesn't matter and then his like 80s there and like so do you like it if you call action or should I call action like how do you want to do <laughs> yeah. that yeah like it's all this stuff and he's like yeah cater to me I'll sometimes forget to call action and then can you wipe my butt please yeah. alright everyone let's make a Star War <laughs> Oh, depressing. Anyways, friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Weird tangent, but all right. So, yeah. Um, so I guess I always pose this question to my uh, my guests uh, just to, to just start the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who would be in your top eight, Abe? Who? Uh, I thought about this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have... You know, we were just talking about this right before the stream, mm-hmm. which is like you need a, a certain amount of time before it's like like there's tears of like how right. close you are. And I'd say that I have like three or four like very close friends. Oh, like top tier. Top tier. Golden. Yeah. like yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I have a bunch of friends that I wouldn't, you know, usually they say like friends and acquaintances. Right. Not even acquaintances, like people who are good people mm-hmm. who I like hang out with every now and then Mm -hmm. and are still very much so my friends. Right. But like, you know, if we don't see each other for, you know, a few weeks, it's, eh, it's whatever. Right. And we're we're all fine with it. It's not like someone's, I'm going to be, you know, I say that. As far as I know, like (laughs) writing in their diaries. Like, like, (laughs) yeah. Someone, someone who I'm talking about, like, is like, I heard what you said on my (laughs) top eight. I thought we were closer. So my realest, my realest closest friends, Uh I'd have to give it to uh, obviously uh, 
my platonic love partner, <laughs> uh, Michael Swaim. Uh, yeah. we, he's the longest standing friend I've ever had. Really? Our brains work oh. the same way. Uh-huh. Uh, and he says it too. Like we, we, uh, for some reason, 80% of the time mm-hmm. we're thinking exactly the same thing. It's, oh, it's unreal. Uh, to lovely. the point of making the same jokes. I think it's just because it's like osmosis of hanging out with friends, right. especially comedians who are like always on. Mm-hmm. So you know what the joke is supposed to be yeah, and you know the joke that they're going to make, but you can't, you don't have the division line between like the joke that you, like I thought of this joke versus like this is a joke that Mike would make. There right. is no real separation. Yeah. Uh, and we've been working. We've known each other since God. We've probably known each other for all, maybe 11 years, 10 years. Definitely. Wow. Uh, and we knew each other for like the first three years mm. through uh, a satire publication like The Onion. Right. Uh, but it was the on campus UCSD one. Uh, oh. I was editor in chief. <laughs> <gasps> whoa, whoa, and, whoa. And he was a content editor for me. Uh, and he he was also doing theater at the time and I was doing mm-hmm. visual arts. So we were just kind of like boats passing in the night. But right. like still like every few weekends we would hang out at what we call production, which they cram a bunch of smelly college students into a you know, like mm. oh, very small cave. Oh, yes. I remember. Oh, yes. <laughs> and they feed you burritos and, you know, like uh, red I bulls. see how you bonded. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you make jokes. Uh, yeah. And so we did that. And then it became pretty obvious, like once it was, we we're almost graduated mm-hmm. that I was like, and it was the funniest conversation. I still like I still have vague remembrances of now, and it's probably now completely different than it actually yeah, was. It's now that's mythos. How, yeah, because that's how memory works. Uh-huh. But it was just like you funny, <laughs> I camera, and he was like yes. <laughs> and then we decided to start those aren't muskets, which was like a two and a half year venture. Really, mm. really, it was like one big year of making like thirty sketches. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, we really went crazy. Uh, and then we uh, and then I got into uh, uh, UCSD or sorry, USC mm-hmm. uh, film school for MFA and he went to Cracked and then I mm-hmm. got out of that and went to Cracked and now yeah. we're here making small beans, which this is the <gasps> network. Is yeah, so it all comes full circle. It's like a snake eating so, itself, but it's a friendship snake. Yeah, and it's a friendship happy. Ouroboros. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's kind of the story behind it. Aww. And why? And so we like bonded through comedy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what makes him such a good friend is that like we do this thing all the time where have you ever seen The Wire? Ye bits and pieces. Okay, there's this sadly. scene with Stringer Bell and Avon Barksdale, mm-hmm. uh, and Stringer Bell's uh, Idris Elba. Yeah, where they're now the the context matters because <laughs> they're okay. trying to yeah. they're like yeah. gonna kill each other, but like uh-huh. it's it like comes from this history of them like coming up together like from the streets and like mm-hmm. being having each other's back. Right. But now they think one of them stepping, they th- both think each other are stepping to each other, which uh, they're actually right. But it was mm-hmm. like a miscommunication that started all, Oof. which makes it tragic. But they have this thing where you've never seen them say it before, where they just like, they just stick their hand out, give a pound and they go us, bro, us. <gasps> and it means <gasps> like, it's the last time that they say it and they don't mean it, yeah. but it's clear based off the performances that they do this all the time. Right. Like this is when they're like, it's just you and me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And me and Swam do that all the time. Aww. And then joke about the fact that he's like, so you're not going to murder me, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, we do that. We also, uh, he tweeted this actually recently. Mm-hmm. It it was weird because I didn't even think twice about it. Yeah. We definitely, um, for, and I've never done this with a friend, but it just mm-hmm. seemed like supernatural. Um, 
we're actually two straight men who say like, I love, I love you. you. Yeah. I was, that was my next thing I was going to ask. Because, Every now and then it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I, uh, you know, I think so far I've had females on the show and you know, our experience of friendship the is the yeah. like, it's love. Like it's sleeping in the same bed. It's like, yeah, none of that. Cuddling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess, yeah. In what ways do you show friendship? In what ways do you like receive friendship? You know, this is, I knew this was going to come up because yeah. I was like, I wonder if I'm the first like dude. Yeah. Um, You're the first dude, man. I'm the man. first dude, man. Tell me about the dude experience. So, so <laughs> like I would say that Swam and I's relationship, friendship is mm -hmm. a very atypical. Dudes are a lot right. more like, everything you can read we're open books kind of yeah. thing about friends mm -hmm. like it's usually just like come hang out what do you want to do smash brothers <laughs> yes yes and then, popcorn yes and Hot mom here's there. the thing yes. that becomes unique i think with men is mm -hmm. that i don't know maybe not unique but just something that i've always noticed mm -hmm. with like having friends who are women or having friends who are men is like if there is a big long absentee time mm -hmm. like where it's just like you moved off and you fucked off to Oklahoma for four years to join the Air Force or something right. and you come back and then you're all of a sudden here again. It is not like we need to talk about like what happened. Right. It is literally the walk in. So what do you want to do? Play Smash <laughs> Brothers? And it's like, yeah, it's like you don't skip a step. And I've right. noticed this throughout my life is mm -hmm. that like because I've had I had a very nomadic lifestyle, mm -hmm. uh, not because my family moved around but because of just random circumstance like I left all like I left all my friends in the middle of like elementary school because mm -hmm. I like I like started to go like I didn't actually believe in a church but like one of my friends was like right. a Mormon so I was like I guess all my friends that's are Mormon now thing. yeah yeah so that's weird because <laughs> yeah. I was I, I liked it because it was like Boy Scouts it was like the Boy Scout troop right and then in middle school I had friends for like two three years mm -hmm. Uh, but then I left to a college prep, so oh. I went to a private high school. Yeah. And then halfway through private high school, my friendship circle imploded. Oh no! Because one of them like cheated on me with my girlfriend. Oh. So yeah. So no, like that's terrible high school. Yeah, it's terrible oh. high school, and so I of course was like live journal, <laughs> you know. And I, but, and also I had to be like so drastic. I remember the first day I just like walked right past him. Yeah. And they're just like didn't, they were gonna like apologize or whatever, and I just walked into the first room and I was like, Whoa. you guys are all my friends now. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, it was pretty insane. Uh, and then I went to you know college. I don't keep up with a lot of people mm -hmm. from college, even though. I did drugs with these people. Right. You know, and there's That's nothing. That's friendship, right? No. Yeah, it is. So if <laughs> yeah, you take yeah. psychedelics with someone, you're like. You're bonded. You and me, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we both saw that vampire. Yeah, so. yeah. That vampire was our vampire. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and then I went to, uh, you know, so I've, I haven't had other than yeah. Michael, a friend for longer than not a lot of glue friends four years mm -hmm. and then I'd say that that's increasingly becoming less true Adam Ganser mm -hmm. every two uh. weeks we like we have a discord call Aww. that it usually lasts like two hours where we just talk about like his love life or yeah. just like what's going on uh -huh. and so that's like fairly atypical um mm -hmm. for I'd say dude friends uh, yeah but I guess it's not becoming atypical anymore because I'm, right. you know, as I grow up, I'm just like, yeah, sometimes you just, you know, you, you got to vent friend. it out. Yeah. But 
I'd say Adam and I, because we had the same job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was one of the people who helped them get help get them the job. Right, you look the same. People mixed up your names. All yeah, all the, the time. time. So like, yes. so it just made sense that mm-hmm. we would like commiserate mm-hmm. with each other. Right, and you know, because we had this tree at cracked where we'd go outside where we'd be like, fuck off, fuck, <laughs> fuck the rest of this office. Let's just go talk at that tree for an hour and uh-huh. like, and he'd just be like these motherfuckers, <laughs> you know, or something like that. Yeah. It wouldn't always be like that. It would just be like, if we ever had like to talk through something, because mm-hmm. sometimes it's lonely uh, directing. So it was kind of cool. I bet. Yeah. I always just yeah. looked to you guys as like, oh, you know what you're doing, which means that you probably didn't have like a ton of. Well, it's not usually like you're in your element when you're like working with the actor and mm-hmm. you're just trying to find like, you know, if I, you know, when I, w- I would direct you, you just like, you you just be funny. That's right. the magic of Maggie or the magic of Michael Swam or like whatever performer. You mm. just give them a space to let their best version of it come out. Um, at least for comedy, it's like for student harm kind of thing. Yeah. But um, when you have a um, the uh, <laughs> the place that shall not be named uh, <laughs> is what we're what yeah. Dan and I were calling it um. on another podcast is uh, <laughs> just the just the like all this so much time would be like do this do this do this mm-hmm. and out of no fault of theirs like the brass wasn't trying to fuck us over it right. was just like the well was running dry yeah and so we were just like okay so they want us to do this and they want us to do this mm-hmm. and like tension is really high within production and now they're at they're they're asking me why I didn't have this part and I was like I don't have the money for that right so it's like it's that kind of loneliness yeah. where you just feel this like the like the walls just mm-hmm. you know coming in on you right and so sometimes it's good to have you know a person like that um yeah. well it's also like in uh high school a lot of people become friends because there's an awful teacher that they you yeah. know love to hate yeah uh and then they're friends forever for because of mutual hatred not that it was hatred but right right yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. and then i go for and then in this top tier mm-hmm. and he'd probably be surprised he'd probably go like oh <laughs> uh, but it's because he and i have like we used to work with each other, but we don't uh-huh. work with each other anymore. Right. And he got out of cracked earlier than most. So mm-hmm. he never was there for like that weird th- part. Mm-hmm. And then also like every time we hang out there, we don't even talk about shit. He's yeah. the, he's the smash brothers friend. Right. Uh, and I, so I'm going to give that number three position to uh, Brendan Carter. Ooh. Uh, and it's just cause every time he's just like, do you want to come? Like, I'm just like, I don't know. I was just the other day. I was just like, I got to get out of my house. <laughs> and he was like, do you want to come over to my house? Oh my and I was God, like, I'll come house? over to your house. He's like, you can invite yourself over anytime. I was oh. like, but what will, what will we do? He's like, it's probably going to involve smoking weed. <laughs> you know, like, so it's All just, right. uh, he's just that, you know, like he's also an amazing human being who, yeah. you know, he, he could, you could talk his ear off and he's going to be super supportive. But, mm-hmm. uh, for where I was in my life, he was always there just to be like, you know what, man, I'm just, I just need to fucking veg out. Um, um and then of course there's a bunch of other friends that mm-hmm. I put in this list, right. like Cody Johnston, Katie Stoll, right. you know, Dan O'Brien, mm-hmm. all these people who are great. Um, so I guess hopefully that's enough for my top eight. Oh, that is definitely right. enough. We always say it's not really actually about the, the number. number. Yeah. That's or... just the, MySpace reference. Right, right. Yeah. Just the MySpace reference. Uh, we Keeping it topical over here. Oh, hey! 
yeah. current and up to date. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I was going to bring up um, an article on friendship. Oh, yeah? Uh, just because I, I mean, I think you said this earlier, like, uh, psychology really fascinates me, and especially with friendship, because, again, it's yeah. like this whole nebulous thing that means so much. Um, but one of the things I wanted to talk about... Uh, is an article that I read on a plane. Okay. Uh, I think it was Southwest. Found, found so, the article. Found, found it, it. Finally. Found it. Found it. Um. All right. So here we go. It takes fifty hours to make a friend. Uh. And again, this is from Southwest. I didn't write down who wrote this, so lo siento, but I'll find it. Uh, according to a study conducted by University of Kansas professor Jeffrey Hall and published in the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships, you can forget about fast friends. See, <laughs> <laughs> so you no know, fast friend. Yep. The path to becoming BFF requires time and not just any hours will do. This is in quotes. For working adults, more time at work was associated with less closeness and friendship. I was going to pause to say, duh, but I think that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Instead, time spent in leisure, at home, or at play really mattered. In all, you'll have to dedicate 50 hours to graduate from acquaintance to close friend, uh, 90 hours to jump from... Uh, 90 hours to jump to friend, and 200 plus hours to claim close friend status. And 10,000 hours in order to become, to become an expert friend. Yeah, well, I was going to say just you could take over their body oh. like, as, like a body snatch. Oh. <laughs> and you could be become that's what them. you were going to say? Yeah, that's what I was going to oh, okay, say. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> just become them. Just, just become like, them. <laughs> you come home and just, Maggie, what are you doing? And it's just me in a wig. Like, <laughs> nothing, know. everything seems in order here. <laughs> Anyways, you want to play uh, Smash? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, well, that's interesting. So you said 200 hours to be like, 200 like hours. best friend? Mm-hmm. Which, when I hear it, it sounds and makes a lot of sense. But I also think it ties in. short to me. 200? Mm-hmm. Yay. I actually have no concept of how long that would be. It just 200 just sounds like a large number to me. Uh, well, it's like two and a half like weeks at work for a normal Okay. 40 hour, you know. For a best friend? 40 hour week, I guess it's, I mean, it would be, uh, it would be four and a half or four. Four and a half weeks, like a month. A month at work, you can make a best friend. A month of work of just like focusing on that person. So I would say like, you log that in. You can log that in. If you're just like, if you like someone, Mm -hmm. you know, and you guys just hit it off kind of thing, you. uh, You can log that time. You can log that time in like a month, no problem. Mm -hmm. Like, probably won't. Because it's usually a little awkward when it's just like, <laughs> hi, we're friends. Hi, we're friends. We're four hours a day every day. <laughs> yeah. Let's put in our 200 hours. Yeah. And then in a month from now, we'll be best friends. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I want to wonder uh, mm-hmm. about that is because what's a little bit of BS on your psychology today, yeah. Southwest. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just because I wonder, because not all interactions are equal because if i that's true it can if be we're very sitting at level. each other like staring each other in each other's eyes yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a little different and like talking about like this is what my mom did to me <laughs> <laughs> right. versus like just playing smash brothers and you're like huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like there's two different like i i would say that those probably have value but right. like the quotient of it yeah the there's quali- not like a constant seed to time mm-hmm. it's quality time yeah, yeah. That also, it ties into uh, another concept that I 
uh, recently just started reading about because I was fascinated is uh, parasocial relationships where it's relationships with people online that you don't actually really know that well. Uh, mm-hmm. but, be- but because your brain like sees their photo and like they're in your feed, it's like, oh, they're my friend. When in reality, you actually don't know them very well. Right. Uh, which is a trap that I fall into dude, all the time. Dude, I have a great story about this. Because <laughs> oh, I just, re- well, it's not a great story. It's yeah. just an interesting thing that I'm sure a lot of people in the audience can relate to, uh-huh. which is that, so dating when you were like in high school, mm-hmm. it started and sometimes it ended yeah. on AIM, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have basically like, I, bully is a strong word, but the first guy that I liked, I was like, we need to date. And he was like, what if we were just friends? And I was like, no, we no. should definitely date. But do you, so, okay. So, <laughs> so in high school, that's uh-huh. how it works, especially for me, because I went to an all guy school. So that's oh, like okay. how yeah. I related. And so there's always this big anticipation because okay. like you, you had met, you know, a, a woman in like some situation, but then right. you start talking each other up. So yeah. you've logged in two hours at a party right. and like 80 hours on AM. Mm-hmm. And that's like, and then you forget, like, do they forget how I, like I looked or like, do, yes. Cause two hours is <laughs> just <did>. so <laughs> like, it's just like so fast. It was just like, Oh yeah, this was a lot of fun. And then, right. Here, here's the realization that I had is that like when I hit college, uh-huh. I had no clue that there it's a, like far different skills because like my AAM game was like fucking on point. Like I was so good. Yeah. But then when I got into the situation where I had to be like, there's a bunch of people around and like they're at a drum circle and you want right. to talk to a girl and it's just like, uh, <laughs> do you have an AAM? <laughs> you know, it's, uh, uh, uh. What do I do with everything? Uh, so yeah, I, I, I had that realization. And so mm-hmm. what's funny is that I, I recently started talking to people online because of like discord and stuff. Right. And, um, it made it very clear to me. I was like, it's like getting back on a bike, you know, it's just like, as soon as I was like, I stopped doing any of that shit and yeah. I don't really text because and texting's a little abrasive, like the right. the type the typing is what mm-hmm. but it's also the all the little nuances of that when you're like uh, in high school, like, has she seen it yet? Has she seen it yet? <gasps> right. Or it's like how how long is too long for me to wait to respond? Yeah. Like there's a whole subset of rules. Right? Naturally. Uh-huh. And the, and they come from real life, but they're like they're different because it's like its own like thing that was mm-hmm. organic and it grew out of our generation really. Right. Um, and so we decided these random rules that, mm-hmm. we, that we all adhere to. That we all adhere to. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And if you didn't, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you responded right away. That, uh, what? Oh, um, wait, now she's throwing me for a loop. Do I tell them? Yeah. <laughs> well, I would just assume that like, then the thing that I think is happening must not be happening <laughs> <laughs> because then you the just assume they're script. just like, don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'm breaking the rules because this is easier for me. And I'm like, but the reality is they could be like having crippling doubt. And they're like, I hope he likes me. Uh, And so who knows? Mm -hmm. The rules were made by children. Yeah. Um, But now that I'm like, now that I've done that again and I've gotten back into dating too, it's Mm. just like, it's really funny to me because I'm just like, oh, I forgot about that for a long time. (laughs) Like I am that guy Uh who like, 
because everyone's like uh that like i referenced it just now they talk mm. about like once you learn how to ride a bike you know like right i am that guy that actually they needed in order to test that to be a true theory <laughs> because like i stopped riding the bike i stopped yeah. dating on, of any form right. and flirtation was not like a thing mm-hmm. i was just a guy for a while yeah uh, <laughs> I and, yeah i was just the guy. guy for yeah. a while and then i started like so now flirtation is back in my life mm-hmm. dating's back in my life and like it's like it's it's just really weird. Yeah. It's just like it uh you forget how easy it is in terms of like the rules of the game and you also right. forget how silly it is. That and like rules. that <laughs> you you and that's kind of freeing because like I, I feel like I'm this like weird zen master who's mm-hmm. like walked in because like I took a break for 15 <laughs> yeah. years and nice. everyone's just like all these anxieties because I've been doing this and I just can't stop and I'm yeah. like it's cool. None of these rules matter, baby. <laughs> And, and, they're, and they're like, yeah, but they do. I've been following for 15 years. Guess what? Guess what? You I don't, don't know, man. You, yeah. don't. you don't have to do any of that shit. That's interesting. You just, I wanted to ask. So you are now dating uh, in the dating pool, dating yep. on apps. Uh, we, Not on apps. I, I refuse apps. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, well. I got some stories, too. <gasps> I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at like the first few dates. Like I'm, really? yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself. I, see, I, I like picture you as being a like, I, good partner. What happens after? I'm like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> like that was all I had. Yeah. My opening volley of like eight dates was like amazing, yeah. and then I'm just like, now I'm ah uh, fuck. It. She this has to it. deal with the fact that I'm not that thoroughly interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but okay, so when you when you're you know kind of like feeling someone out, do you? Do you see it as like, oh, this could also be a potential like friendship, if not a like romantic partnership? Or is it usually just like, eh, are we like good together? Yes or no? I would say it's interesting. That's an interesting way of saying it. I would say it's the latter, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's 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 just like because what the audience didn't see is the way in which like what oh, yeah. you, you like hands shrugged up. your hands yeah. like I so I eh. saw what you meant. Yeah. And I think what you mean is it's just like let it play out. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I would say that, yeah, it's definitely closer to that. Mm-hmm. I have stopped thinking about things. Yeah. Uh, in a way that, <laughs> that's it, but it's like, it's very strange because I've never been that kind of person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now the anxiety of it um, mm-hmm. just got to me in a way that I was just like, I'm not going to have any of that. I'm too old to have yeah. anxiety about this shit. So I just boot it right out. And mm. it's become alarmingly easy. And what I guess like an example I can give is like most of my superpowers come from the fact that I break down walls and it's mm. off putting to a lot of people. Oh, wow. And that's the thing mm. is that a lot of people go like, I, I don't want that. Right. I'd like, rather keep walls open. And, and, <laughs> and then, my thing. so then I just and the be- the beauty about it is I have uh-huh. wasted no time. So I put on my monocle and top right. hat and I go like, good day to you, ma'am. <laughs> And then I walk out. Collect 200 as you pass go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So when it comes down to it, I just Mm. stopped caring about it. And and so far, it seems to be good. I I imagine that there is probably someone out there who would totally catch me off guard. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Like that one scene in that uh, that jennifer connelly movie career opportunities Ooh, have you ever seen that no like that <laughs> like she, she, he's like because he works at like target and yeah. he's like just having he's the night shift guy yeah. and he's just having a bunch of good times like wearing bridal <laughs> gra- gowns and roller uh-huh. skating and she like broke in like and is just like looking huh. at stuff and shoplifting and yeah. they like see each other and like he like 
he roller skates by her and they have yeah. they give each other this look like of oh my god are we soulmates <laughs> and it's like an amazing little it's like way better than the movie just that yeah. one instance but um i'm sure so i'm i bet someone would cause me to have my mm-hmm. hat in hand and the insecurity would return yeah. but um, <laughs> insecurity would fast but return. like um i go on real outside of the box dates uh the one that i've been telling people Mm -hmm. because i just think it's funny because it kind of wasn't a plan it kind of just happened so this is woman i met in Mm. a uh, shopping market okay and so first so the first thing that happened is that uh you know how sometimes you go shopping when you go shopping you like see someone in the shopping market like several times yeah you go off and you're like now i'm gonna go look for eggs and they go off and they're gonna look for bread right but then you see each other again at like the tissues aisles (laughs) (laughs) so it happened way too many times or enough of note that Uh i just decided to go for it and i was just like (gasps) and i was just like i was like stop following me and she was like i thought you were doing that and we're laughing and then we went to and then i was i went to the condiment aisle Mm -hmm. and i was like getting like uh plotchman's uh mustard which is the best best mustard because it's got like a lot vinegar in it so it's like a vinegary mm, that sounds great it's the best so i was looking at that comparing Mm -hmm. mustards (laughs) and she walks up and she just like grabs like some relish oh and then i'm just like I said, like, what is going on here? Yeah. She was like, I actually don't want relish. I just want <gasps> to oh! either give you my number or you to give oh me your, your number. And I was like, you got it. And <laughs> so we did that. And then we went to, uh, actually, it was kind of close to this. Okay. View. We went to uh-huh. uh, the duck pond at Balboa. Oh. And so we oh, fed yeah. ducks, uh-huh. which is, we had to, we had to cheese it. Like, cause yeah. they were like, stop feeding the ducks. And I'm like, duck, duck lives matter. <laughs> yeah, duck lives matter. Uh, also, this is my first date yeah, idea. Yeah. So, and then, but here's, uh, so the second date was the following. I like <laughs> called her up and I was like, do you like to bowl? And she was like, no, I don't like to bowl. And I was like, well, we're going to go bowling. <laughs> and she was like, well, all right. I was like, don't worry. It's going to be fun. Uh-huh. And uh, so we go to the bowling rink and we do not buy shoes. Wow. So here's what's so she's already knows something up. And here's yeah. what you know how and we went on a pretty empty night. I think it was like a Wednesday night or something like okay. that, just because she has a weird schedule. Mm-hmm. Um and it was like you know how when there's like it's like kinda empty, like there's like four lanes have groups of people and yeah. there's like a family. There was like it looked like a bachelorette party or something just bowling bachelorette i don't know party. it was just wow. a bunch of very drunk women that sounds about right a <laughs> uh, bunch of drunk dudes and then uh-huh. like uh like it looked like a four-way tr- like a quadruple date or something yeah like that. or they all just they're just yeah 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 in bowling alleys yeah. uh so you know how the every the layout of every bowling place is the same mm-hmm. you have the lanes and then you have this like overflow seating. Yes. That's kind of near this like not like kind of a bar. Yeah. But so, it's like, eh, but it's just like if you're having a party, yeah, yeah you, you you can put your cake on that little mm-hmm. bar area. So that's where we go to sit. Mm. And we start off and uh, we kind of skip the family because we're like, oh, it's a family. It's a little weird. Let's leave them alone. Uh, we got enough drama, but, I'm sure. But <laughs> we immediately go to like the bachelorette party. Yeah. And here's what we do with the next like two hours of our lives is uh, we spend about 40 minutes there uh, at that particular lane. Mm-hmm. And at first they're like, who are these guys? Like, what's right. going on here? Yeah. Just watching and waiting? Did someone know them? Like, I'm sure they had talked about that. Right. But we were waiting for when they got, like, strikes and stuff. Because when <gasps> they did, we'd go, woo! <laughs> yeah! 
yeah. And then like we would hear that like one of them's name was Danielle. We we're like Danielle. <laughs> and she was ha- and uh, so they were into it. Uh, mm. Everyone was pretty into it. And then after 45 minutes or so, we moved yeah. to the next group. And by the time we got to the third group, yeah. everyone knew what we were doing. So like the the group of bros that uh-huh. were there as soon as and by this point, it was like a pretty late in the night. So right. as soon as we started walking over, they were like, yeah, <laughs> and they were like, we're real excited about you. So it felt like it felt like uh, I just want to create like movie interactions, yeah. you know, like in, interactions oh, that you get in a movie. That is so fun. And I would say, I think that is a great date because you can really test to see if that person can just like, Hey, yeah. can you do this weird thing with me for like yeah. two hours and have fun? Yeah. Cause I, yeah, yeah, I agree. There's yeah. a lot of, a lot of people I've lost a lot of friends, not by like being anyone's particularly mean to them, right? but it's just like, do you want to go do something crazy? Yeah. And they're like, no, I'd rather just stay in my yeah. my my warm blanket, burrito yeah. blanket. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, that's cool. I mean, there's a time for that, right. you know, but you've been in that burrito blanket <laughs> for, for like a long, long time. time so uh, I'm just going to go have fun go and have, do yeah. my thing. Is that cool? So, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting a lot better at, mm-hmm. at the whole dates, thinking of outside the box dates. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so back in the dating world, none of them, which I've worked with, I usually don't date people I've Interesting. I am a terrible example of like, you know, don't date where you work. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, uh, I've dated so many people that I've worked with. Yeah. Yeah. Since I mean, sometimes the heart wants what it wants. Yeah. And I do have romantic thoughts about like, uh, Abe. Huh? <laughs> about myself. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I have romantic oh. thoughts about, uh, <laughs> like, I think that the perfect, like the, the type of person who would be perfect for me would uh-huh. be an editor because Aww. I constantly want to be checked all the time yeah. because I just like too far, too far. Yeah. And they're like, yes, too far. And place. here's why I'm yeah. like, I like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's one of my favorite interactions with humans, uh-huh. but I've never really dated people who I work with. Yeah. Generally, I would say bad idea I or not bad idea. I don't know. I mean, the heart wants what it wants yeah. and people have made it work many, many times. Right. I just, it's just as a, I don't seek it. Like if yes. I if like a woman is like producing for me or right. shoot DPing for me or on like the crew mm-hmm. uh, or it's an actress and there's like interest there, right? I will keep that shit out of the workplace, right? Uh, but and if something often, happens, yeah. it happens. And I would say most often times, like women can make the first move. Like if they're into that's it, one, they yeah, will. Yeah, that's reach a whole nother podcast. Yeah, but that's I, a- I want a lot more. I think I want a lot more like women who are a lot crazier than <laughs> than most men want. I guess like, yeah, like yeah. I don't know. I'm out of control. And I'm like yes, chaos, <laughs> burn it down. I lo- let's lure the flies. This shit. Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm looking for in a partner, someone who would murder Piggy and steal the conch Oh, well, uh, you heard it here, I guess. <laughs> no, 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 but now this is a relationship podcast. Right, right. Let's talk about friends. friends. I, I I have the same values on friends. Like, I like mm. people who are a little off yeah. and crazy. I think I do, too. In a way, I think it, I don't know, I've always been friends with people who are one other people find hard to be friends with, Mm -hmm. which I recently realized was because I wasn't great at picking friends and I would just like make a ton of excuses for them. Yeah, yeah. Be like, oh no, they're just like 
you know, you thought that they were being rude, but really, and then like years later, I'm like, oh no, man, just rude. Rude. <laughs> they were just rude people. What do you think about uh, living with your friends? I, uh, I mean, obviously, loved. I've had very positive experiences living with friends. Yeah, me too. Uh, I lived with my uh, best guy friend in college, Ryan, um, and we had so much fun. He is a male friend that I have like a female feeling friendship with. Like, mm-hmm. we love each other. And like in college, we would like, you know, stay up till 3 a.m., like talking about relationships and stuff. Um, and that was great. And now I live with Bailey, and she's one of my best friends, and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I used to live with uh, Michael Swaim twice, in fact. Oh. Once in San Diego and once in Pasadena. Yeah. And I remember there was a. There was a moment where I realized that I was a bad friend. Oh, let's talk about that. Uh, it wasn't like anything I particularly did, but, right. um, and I mean, he's going to listen to this. So right. He, and, and I think that's guaranteed. great. We should all be better at admitting when we're bad friends because we all are. Yeah, it, it was no one's perfect. Friend. I mean, I'm sure he's had, there was that one time that it was a bad friend yeah. and he's thinking about it. And it's probably not that, Mike. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, it was it was more of a state of mind. I think uh-huh. I might have actually told him something about it. Is yeah. that he ha- he's had a lot of uh, he's a very interesting personality type. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, without going too much into it, because I don't know what he wants yeah. people to know. But uh-huh. he seems pretty open with it, with like tales from the pit and stuff right. like that. Um, but uh, he sometimes can be very removed, or mm. you know, mm-hmm. other times he's like, if you're right in front of him, he's like the number one guy in the room right. who's got your back. Other times he's just like wants to go upstairs and just like just like be alone and be on the computer and yeah. not hang out and stuff like that. And um this was during a time when there we had a squatter at our house, Noah Byrne, oh. who just mm-hmm. lived there for a year and yeah. like washed our dishes and was huh. he's from South Carolina and he just like kicked it. Yeah. And he, and uh <laughs> Swain would never really hang out with us as much as we like to hang out. Right. Which I understand because he had work and stuff like that. Yeah. But also, you know, like he can't always be on so I wasn't I'm not blaming him for anything. Right. But uh I realized that I started to get like resentful of it. Oh where I was mm-hmm. just like why he doesn't like hanging right. out with us. I thought we were going to be like friends instead. We're just roommates. Right. And maybe that was probably the smarter thing to do was just to, you know, not be as close friends. Cause you know, at that time. Right. And so I started to get resentful mm-hmm. cause I thought that that's what was happening. And it yeah. wasn't, it was just how swim is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember starting, you know, when that resentment turns into other, like there, yeah. there's kingling of yeah, other things kinda. and it just spreads. Yeah. Uh, and I remember thinking that anytime, Swain would get like vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I would like make him feel it a little bit more. Mm. And he probably didn't even know I was happening because I'm right. like a master. I'm like little finger with my yeah. schemes. <laughs> um, but like I would, I would like tell him, I would try to es- essentially change him. Yeah. Like try to make him like, well, you know, you do this and that's like strange, you know? Right. Stuff like that. Mm. And, uh, and then one day I woke up and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? There's this beautiful human being that exists, uh-huh. and you think you have the gall to tell him what's best. The yeah. guy knows what he's doing. He knows what he's all about. Just do the best you can with your life and Aww. stop trying to change someone who's, frankly, a, a major positive force in your life. Right. And uh, so that's probably, that was the time where I autocorrected before it got bad. That's bad beautiful. Friend. Well, thank you. I commend you for your self-awareness. Uh, well, I think it also helped to have someone 
who's there who's like Noah. Right. Who's like this Amblin Bob Dylan guy who's yeah. like Bob, born in the I wrong meet Noah. Is Yeah. Dumb. And he was just like, he was just like, I mean, why do you feel that way, man? <laughs> Man, dig into yeah. that. Don't run away. Like, I mean, like, I wouldn't have looked inward if it wasn't for them. Yeah. Uh, so it was helpful. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think that kind of stuff makes you stronger friends. Mm-hmm. Even if it wasn't, an, per se, a conversation that he and I had. Right. It made me realize something about myself and, like, when you can, how you can single-handedly start a chain of events that cause you to be a, a, a not as good of a friend or a lesser right. friend mm-hmm. without the other person even being involved just because you have hiccups right, of character. Right, because you're in your own head, like, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a very close friend out here. I would, yeah, one of my best friends. Um, that, yeah, I feel like maybe, like, two or three times we've had big conversations about, like, I feel like you're pushing me away when you do this thing. Mm-hmm. And... You know, a lot of it just always turns out to be like our preconceived notions about the way that we're acting towards each other. Yeah, I've um, definitely as I gotten older, because I used to think that like the like the I feel words and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like the therapeutic stuff of that. I never bought into that. I was like, oh, really? Yeah, I was really uh-huh. anti for a long time in my life. But yeah. now I'm starting to see the value of it. Yeah, because it's just like sometimes it's just you need to. You need to say it in a way that they're hearing you or mm. you're you're being heard in a way. You right. Know? Like and yeah. that's why you're relying on it is not because it's particularly wise, mm-hmm. but just because it doesn't you can't fuck it up. Right. You know, if you just say, No, I'm not saying causality. Right. I'm, I'm not saying, saying correlation. I'm just saying I feel I'm feeling. Yeah. La, la, la. But yeah. I'm I've never been a big feeling guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> no, I've, I've never been like, don't need to talk that through. Yeah. I'm always been like, actions speak louder than words. Like, people are like, yeah, but like, you, like, let's say you done me wrong. Yeah. yeah and yeah. like, you then come to me with all these nice, kind words about like, I'm so sorry about doing that and uh-huh. this, this, that. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's cool. all nice. And yeah, that's yeah. cool. But um, you done me wrong. <laughs> you done me wrong. <laughs> and then I become Littlefinger again yeah. and I start scheming. And before you know it, you're dead. Uh, <laughs> No, I think that's an incredible. I think that's very valuable, especially connecting it back to like parasocial relationships, where right. it's like people can really say anything, and it's hard to really know who a person is until you like see them make a few decisions. Really, because it's like and when oh, you yeah, I just recently I had a thing with uh, Adam where I uh-huh. realized I could have been a better friend because uh, he had an interaction online where he's mm-hmm. just like this motherfucker over here. And I was just like, well, I don't want to say that he's a motherfucker, but you know, I got your back. He's like, if you had, if you had had my back, you would have actually had my back, but you played the in-between game and we're biding your time. Yeah. And that says something. I'm like, you got me there. Oh, Adam is really good at, uh, I think he's great at just like speaking his truth. (laughs) Yeah. No, he's, he's, uh, he's very intuitive when it comes down to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. very perceptive person Mm. and so those are like yeah those are like the two closest friends and i knew you were gonna ask me about Mm. like times (laughs) you wronged people yeah which because i haven't really wronged anyone by like crazy actions like i I didn't like fuck anyone yeah i think more common is the like accidental or like you said earlier the stringer bell situation where it's a miscommunication that kind of spirals into because i don't mean ill will they didn't mean any ill will but it just went a different way because Mm -hmm. we're not compatible for xyz right uh is another case yeah uh but yeah i mean also no one wants to admit that they're like 
you've you done fucked up. I'm there's right. shit I've done that I'm not that proud of. Yeah. I'm definitely not gonna talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. But uh <laughs> but I mean like we all have those like, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like because skeletons in the closet is a little too dark. because uh, yeah. it's not like I killed somebody. Right. Again, as far as <laughs> anyone knows. <laughs> I didn't kill anybody. Yeah. Uh no, but it's like also there's just like that. You know, it's the typical thing. Mm-hmm. You ever wake up in the middle of the night and be like, ah, oh, that one fucking thing I did to that poor woman. Yeah. Oh, she'll never. In college. Oh. I'm just such a piece of shit. Uh, yeah. Because we all have those. Yeah. You know? So. Um, yeah. I also, like, a thing that I realized, I think, in, like, college was because I came from, like, a very small town. I was used to seeing the same, like, 20 people all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, friendship was like, oh, if you're a friend, you're a friend for life and like that there's no other option like your friends and any like parting of ways is like a failure of some part weird uh yeah which is like totally not how you should go about uh viewing friendship it's kind of putting the cart before the horse it's like oh yeah yeah, oh yeah it's like a chariot it's like a burden now now it's like you must keep it together exactly for the non-existent kids yes (laughs) for the non-existent kids that we don't have uh yeah that was a huge like learning curve because i was like oh i am placing unfair expectations on everyone who just like decides to be casual. Now, friends. were you told this or did this just like naturally evolve out I, of just looking around and seeing that that's how mostly people were? Yeah, yeah. I think it was just natural. Um, and also like I, I was bullied pretty heavily in middle school. But by mm. the time that we were uh, high schoolers, we all were kind of friends. So like to me, the message that I got and I felt like so mature. I was like, oh, everyone can be friends if we just work hard enough at it. <laughs> Which it's, you're smiling and laughing because that is like now as an adult is an insane thing to think. Yeah, especially in this time. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, oh, why did I why, ever think But I, I love that you're proud of yourself I for was that. So you were just like, Sometimes kindness is good. Yeah, and I was like, mm, I was like, oh, okay. This is some deep shit. This is some deep shit you figured out, Maggie. Yeah. And then, and then you write your song about it. Yeah. Oh, you pick yeah. up a guitar and oh, you learn yeah. to play guitar just for the song. Yeah, be Sometimes like, yes. being good is good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, needless to say, uh, I had terrible experiences that grew me up to uh, yeah. the normal view of friendship. Yeah. Uh, One of the things yeah. that was uh, seminal in my development, which played in like it dipped into my nomadic aspects mm. of friendship mm-hmm. uh, where I just need to like every now and then I just be like, look around and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with this beautiful little house. Yeah. Uh, burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> like, so that's like what I would do. Burn it down. Yeah. I, like I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I would just like I would just implode and it wouldn't even be a bad explosion. You'd just yeah. be like, you know, what knows that Abe's just like not around anymore. <laughs> I don't know what they talked about because I wasn't there. Uh, maybe I did oh like really did make people angry, but I don't Ooh. think so because it never was like I was never close. I was just this yeah. kind of passenger in friendship. Uh, uh, and you're describing like my nightmare as like a high schooler. Oh, I fucking loved it. I dipped way into it. Yeah. I dipped way into it. In a way, in some ways, I put that as healthier than like the attitude I had. Yeah. It was only it. when I got into college where I was just like, all right, maybe I'm done with that part. Of yeah. Life. 
and well, actually, it probably started midway through college because mm-hmm. that's when I mentioned the the bad thing that happened to right. me. That like, I don't care. No one actually cares anymore. It's yeah. All, dimes in the fucking bucket of you know dimes in the bucket water under the bridge my 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 expensive (laughs) dimes are much better than your filthy water uh no it's like because you take this kid who's already just like the rest of us uh who's Mm -hmm. just like listening to emo music Mm -hmm. and uh, you know like got his live journal and like just waiting for something big to happen to him because life is boring for most of us And, um, and then I start to suspect that, uh, like my girlfriend at the time is Mm -hmm. cheating on me and I'm like, I got to figure this out. (laughs) And like, she started clearly, even though I, I knew it was her, she started to, uh, she started to, what's the word when uh, catfish me on AIM and stuff. Yeah. I got pretty inside. Like, yeah. And I was just like, okay, she was trying to find out how much I knew kind of stuff. Right. And then uh, it all kind of came to pass on like my car like broke down and Mm. my friend had a nice car and was also the guy. And uh, and she was like, I'll just ride with him. And I was like, he's so pissed. So many bells and whistles are going off in your body. And I I was like, okay, then we'll go in his car. Mm -hmm. And uh, her sister was like, you'll not. Well, they can't fit. It's like a two seater. So. You can, uh, we'll just meet up at her place. And so I went with the sister and at the whole time I was just like so angry. Cool. And then, and we were in a band together. Whoa! And so the band broke up immediately <laughs> after. And the way that they did it, by the way, is one of the funniest fucking <gasps> shit. They didn't even talk to me or say yeah. like you're out of the band. What they did, they just, we had a website. They just took mm-hmm. me off the bio list. Amazing. I was just like, what? what? Why am I not on the, what? <laughs> Explode. Yeah. Yeah. And so and that's, and that's so, mm. so that, that, that's just, that's more funny than anything. Yeah. But uh, what adorable. it did is it <laughs> fucked with my brain because I was just like, there are no such thing as friends. Yeah. Like, I can't have friends anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the last year of high school, I had mm-hmm. a huge like big friendship thing which is my friend Chad mm-hmm. uh, we were one of the first high schools to put on the sh- uh, play the Laramie project oh yeah yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, Chad is a great actor mm-hmm. I should talk to him but we don't talk hi Chad okay. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing <laughs> if he listened uh, and he uh, he came out as gay mm-hmm. during because he was Jedi. oh wow oh okay. he's the character yeah. yeah so uh, and it's like so he was in like this whole like religious experience with Moises Kaufman and stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. And it, and he was like the first one. I remember we were at Santa Clara University and he mm-hmm. was like, because we were getting some food and in the parking lot he was just like building himself up and he's like, oh. I just need to tell you I'm gay. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. We, we all kind of knew. But yeah. then, I, then I heard about like how his parents didn't deal with it as well. Oh, no. You know, or not as, as mm-hmm. much as they expected. So then I start, Then it started tipping the scales the other way. Right. Where I was like, just like, oh, okay, people. there are points to friends. But right. up till that point, I was so removed. And just like mm-hmm. all I was doing is just having a good time. Yeah. And just like enjoying things and not opening up to people yeah. for a good like four or five years. Mm-hmm. And then I got finally got to college and then it started making sense that you had to kind of be a full person. Right. <laughs> there, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. nothing would or... happen in your life. <laughs> uh, so that's when I knew I had to start mm. like 
devoting time to friends and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, up Look to that point. Now, surrounded I was, by lovely, lovely lovers. I super love being alone. I think someone, yeah. one of the previous podcasts said that too, is like, oh, yeah, I'm totally yeah. fine with being alone. Oh, I'm it was like, Aaron. I'm, yeah, she, yeah. And she, yeah. I, I'm the same exact way. Mm-hmm. I do not come out of my little hidey hole that often. Yeah. Uh, except to go non-bowling. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> uh, apparently. Uh, no, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I it, yeah. Like, it was, what's crazy about it is, like, there's so many unhealthy aspects of how I developed mm-hmm. that I'm surprised that I'm as healthy as I am now. Yeah. I would say similar with me. I feel like very opposite, but, like. Uh, we kind of, like, met. On yeah, different sides of the spectrum like, and got a little closer to the center. Like a parabola. Your sine wave, cosine wave. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, you were talking like asymptotal. Okay, yeah. I got it. I really like math. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, if you could see me, I'm just making hand gestures yeah, and yeah. Ava's interpreting them yeah. into math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so everyone catch Maggie's yeah, one yeah, yeah. woman show <laughs> where she does you guess the math interpretive math about. dance. Now we're going to... Uh, fight to the death about uh, which friend pair is the better friend pair. That's a good thing for friends to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. how do we this typically go? You start or I start? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. All right. I'll start. Uh, Show me how it's done. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, in this episode, I picked uh, Spock and Kirk from Star Trek. Now, OG or like new... Oh, OG. OG. Okay. <laughs> I got some problems with the <laughs> new series. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I mean, they're the same characters, right? So we're talking like Rathacon yeah. you know, level. Yes. Know? Uh, yeah. For Okay. I think they're great friends. Obviously, they've had a lot of adventures together, which we have talked about. Shared experience can very much bond you, which I think they, uh, I think that's a big part of their friendship. It was like, look, we've almost died several, several hundred times, at least once a week during our episodes. Um, so, uh, yeah, in that way, I think they bond. I also wanted to talk about them, though, because uh, as good friends as they are, I do feel like they, like, cut each other down quite a bit with their humor. And I do sense that there's love there between them. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes they can both be a-holes towards each other. Mm-hmm. Uh so in that regard, it's a bit complicated. But again, they are like good work friends. And I do believe that they've put in about 200 quality hours. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. They are also co-workers, though. Yes, they are co-workers. Um, so I think, I think any barriers that they have of, you know, having sleepovers together probably comes from that they also work together. You totally write fan should I do mine then? Yeah, uh, jump so, in. So I think I have you beat. Uh, oh. The only downside to this one mm-hmm. is that it's technically a Joss Whedon uh, property. Oh, okay. So yeah. uh, I just want yeah. to throw that out there. <laughs> Not a big fan of the guy personally. Uh, but uh, back when he was uh, doing Buffy, yeah. uh, there's two characters, Xander and Willow. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely beat all all friends yeah. forever. Because not only do they they go through all of the gamut mm-hmm. of like hating each other, mm-hmm. loving each other, being terrible together, yeah. being wonderful to, together, ruining other people's lives and feeling guilty together. Right. They go through all of it and they still stand strong. Uh, 
in fact, wow. near the end of it, uh-huh. uh, technically in the season when Willow becomes Dark Willow and she becomes like the most strong, like she's the big bad. Yeah. Uh, he single-handedly talks her out of destroying <gasps> the world by just what? talking about being friends. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, this is not you. I know you. Aww. They dated in the first season. Uh, I do. I've seen bits and pieces yeah. in the first season. And yeah. she mm-hmm. was like, it's only because I, like, I thought I loved you, but actually mm-hmm. I'm a lesbian. So sexually I'm right. not into you. Yeah. But because you're such a great guy, I am going, like, I thought yeah. that that's what was going to go Aww. on. And then the last thing I want to say about it is Xander in particular mm-hmm. has that complex because everyone else gets superpowers. They're either demons right. or, you know, the chosen one mm-hmm. or a wizard, you know, <laughs> wizard. <laughs> or just really strong. You yeah. know, they all have their different things. Xander mm-hmm. gets no powers. And he gets over the insecurity mm-hmm. uh, of being the guy with no superpowers. Like in the Scooby right. gang, he's just, he's the heart. Yeah. You know? And uh, their, specifically their friendship is like the heart. Yeah. And it's two good performances made by two uh, strong actors. Yeah. I love uh, the girl, Allison. Allison Hannion? Yeah. 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 She's great. And Nicholas something. Nicholas something. Good yeah. job, Nicholas something. Nicholas something. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't in a lot of stuff after. Yeah. But I think he was. He was in that he was in that coherence movie, which was a movie where it's like a comet comes by and everyone goes crazy. Oh, and then that guy rolls up in roller skates and then her and Jennifer Connolly fall in love. <laughs> fall in love. Yeah. I, I'm gonna show you that shot and you tell Please. me that's not like oh yeah. oh my lord. Oh my lord I have the vapors. <laughs> but yeah, that so I say I say mm. I Kirk and uh Kirk and Spock can shut the fuck up. Can't shut the fuck up. (laughs) Xander and Willow's got it where it counts. Wow, two sci-fi friendships going head to head. A little bit. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming uh, over to my house. Yeah. uh, Staring at some cupcakes I made. I'm going to take one of those cupcakes. Oh, great. Uh, so where can people find you, Abe? Well, uh, if you, you're listening on to the, the network Small Beans, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Swam and I mm-hmm. uh, are running that joint, and so there's a bunch of podcasts. Yeah. Um, that's really where I'm yeah. you know, hanging up my coat these days. And videos. Yeah, and we're, we're trying to yeah. do more videos. We're mm-hmm. trying to make some documentaries, but we're still yeah. going to stay strong with the podcast stuff. But uh, yeah, look at our Patreon and you'll mm-hmm. get news about that. Um, and follow it. You can. I think people don't realize that you could also just follow like, yeah, the Patreon if you don't too. Have money to throw to us, right. that's fine. Yeah, so uh, go follow. Small yeah, because we don't really have a Twitter account because we realize that Swam just has a bigger like. Yeah, I just didn't. We didn't care. Yeah, as long as yeah. people know. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, follow us there and you'll see what we're up to. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. Oh, this is an absolute joy. Yeah, I wanted to have you on for a lot of reasons, but uh, I think this has been a very fun discussion. Yeah, um, we've definitely covered things that we haven't in the past because you're a dude. You I'm gave me dude. the dude experience. <laughs> yeah, I'm dude. Yeah, dude. bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Thanks for listening to My Top 8. I'm your host, Maggie Mae Fish. If you like what you heard and you want to help me bring you more, head over to patreon.com slash Fish where you can support the show. And check out patreon.com slash smallbeans where you can support my wonderful friends who help make this show possible. Find me on Twitter at Fish and let me know your thoughts on friendship. Until next time, goodbye, friends. <laughs>